Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is Minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast, your favorite weekly games podcast. My name is Kerry Palmer, and joining me as always is Jeremy Bradetich. Hello. Hello. Just the two of us this week. Just the two of us. It's funny, I I, I knew I was gonna say that, and that also popped into my head it's when a, I thought that before I said it. It's like such a great fucking song. I honestly don't know it that well, but I know that bit. Oh, <laughs> you can make it if we cry, if we try, just the two of us, mm. you and I. It, that, they should have called that game, that uh, that that Hazelight game, just the two of us, and put that song next to it. What's the name of that game? It takes two. Yeah, but that's also a song. <laughs> I know, and they used it. To- <laughs> have you seen there's this hilarious video so are you how familiar are you with um bill withers oh as like who the, okay so bill withers sang um uh just the two of us okay um and amongst many many other songs and it's like such a wonderful wonderful um he, he was a wonderful performer he's got some incredible songs um there's a song called ain't no sunshine um which is also a fantastic song um and there's a part of that song where for about a minute and a half, he's just saying like, I know, 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 I know. And he's doing it in like different, and it's all, it, it, it feels like, you know, it's, it's that classic jazz thing where it's like, you don't really know if you know what he's doing until he definitely knows what he's doing. And he's pulling it together in a way that's like fucking, you know, why do why do you doubt musicians? Right. Why do you doubt them when you know they're going to bring it together in the end? But there's this wonderful video of what it would have been like for the, all the all of the musicians to hear that for the first time in the recording mm. booth, mm-hmm. and all of them looking at each other, going like, "How many times is he going to say this?" Mm-hmm. And then when he brings it in, they're all like, "Ah!" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they ruin the recording at the start again. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> uh, never, never distrust musicians. No, no, never, never. Always trust There's them. Never any the, reason to distrust musicians. They are, they are the most trustworthy people. Always. Always. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me that I, <laughs> I, really that I went to be one and, and, and then didn't make it to being one. Maybe I, I cannot be trusted. But um, Kerry, do you know how to play an instrument? I know how to play multiple instruments. That makes you a musician. Oh, that means I can be trusted always. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that's a strange icebreaker like we haven't had in a little while, Jeremy. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, we're going to get into it, everyone. This is the Minimap cast, minimap.com, blah, 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 minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast. Uh, we come and do this every week, uh, on, and you can get it uh, live on podcast platforms every Wednesday with 24 hours of early access given to all of our wonderful patrons. More on that in a minute. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to give uh, the show a positive rating wherever you listen to us and to tell your friends. It makes a huge difference and it only takes a few seconds. Uh, If you want to get notified every time a new episode is released, you can follow us on social media. We are at MinimapAU on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and also Twitch, where we are live every Monday night, 7.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, Right now, actually. Right uh, now. Live recording of the Minimap cast. Uh, yeah, we always hang out with chat before and after and during the recording of the Minimap cast. We'd love to see you there. Um, and uh, yeah, that's the end of that sentence. <laughs> we wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D improv for the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. And finally, 
Minimap is completely independent and funded almost entirely out of our own pockets. Uh, so if you'd like to help us keep the mics and lights on, you can support us by becoming one of our patrons. For only $5 a month, you get 24 hours of early access for all episodes of the Minimap cast, some extra bonus features, uh, and more. So you can head on over to patreon.com slash minimapau to help us out. And remember, it's cheaper than a latte with oat milk. Although, Jeremy, I was at a cafe this weekend in um, uh, uh, Brunswick, I think. Uh, and it was, I had like a meal and a drink for 15 bucks. That's ridiculous. It was amazing. That is so cheap. It was so cheap. Like, I don't know how they did it. Yeah. And it was delicious too. They are, like, it was they good. are around. They, they are around. It's, it's harder to find them. And the closer you are to the city, they are harder and harder to find. Um, there is a, uh, there's a pasta joint around the corner of my house that will do $10 takeaway tubs of pasta. And like, Ooh. they're like, they're like, you know, just, just like, you know, plastic containing container tubs. Mm. Um, but it was really good. And I went there and there was one left and it was vegetarian, which was good for me. Um, and the dude sat there. He's like, Hey, like I've, I've only got this one. Is that all right? And I'm like, yeah, I need like very thick Italian accent. And I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> and I was like, I like immediately, I'm like, I know this is going to be good. And then, he was like, okay, I'm just going to go heat it up for you. I'm like, okay. And then he goes away and he, and he comes back. He's like, here you go. And he's like, it's got the, and, but like, like, don't worry about it. You'll be fine. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I, I had no idea what he was planning on telling me, but I ate it and it was good. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, Jeremy, we don't have any groundbreaking, earth-shattering news or announcement roundups. No, so but if the, if the wind continues to blow the direction it is, um, next week, probably m- maybe a direct, a Nintendo Direct in between now and next week. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that today. What's the, what's the, what's the goss on that? Oh, uh, there's, there's, there's just enough, enough people are, uh, uh, enough areas of the internet are all talking about the potential of it from... Uh, a bunch of retailers being convinced that Persona Three is going to come to Switch to some other like some uh, Nintendo updated their Nintendo Direct web page, which usually means it's somewhat imminent. Um, th- like there's there's seems like a weird thing to do before, but like it's 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 like the lay update like a back end part of it getting ready to oh. add yeah, and it's 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 not like they've changed the web page, but the, it's it's the thing that usually happens prior to the announcement of a of a new direct, um, as well as a few weeks ago. Thank you for reminding me, chat. They did say that the new Mario Kart Eight Booster Course DLC was going to be released by now, which means probably oh. we'll get a direct. With a hey, this new booster course is out today. Go play yeah, it. Yeah, we haven't gotten any like teaser on it or anything. Yeah. I, it might slow down. Like they might have hit like a, a bump because there were like a there were like multiple new courses. There were new characters and new courses in the last wave. So I wonder if they like in, the, in, in this the, the, that last wave isn't out yet. The one with Birdo. That's not out yet. No, no, that's supposed to be out now. Oh, yeah, it was announced, and it was back in Feb. Uh, something, no, a, a bit more recent than that, but like it was supposed to be out by now. Um, and we haven't heard anything. Mm. So yeah, there you go. And, and, cool. and realistically, we have no idea what games are coming out after Pikmin 4, which is in July. And so they will announce, they will announce, I guess the games that are going to be 
leading into the end of the Switch and maybe we get a tease for hardware, maybe not. I don't know. If, I don't no, know if we'll they're, get that. They're not likely to do that. The only, the only time I've seen like a really extended hardware tease was when Xbox teased the series console like a full year before its release. Because for some reason they'd, they'd, they'd lock down what it was going to look like by then. Yeah, um, maybe. Which was weird. Yeah. Don't know. Uh, so what we're going to do for this week is we're going to be talking about, it's, it's sort of our, uh, mid-year game of the year check-in. It's not a, it's not a, uh, formal declaration. It's just sort of a, like how things stand now, yeah. uh, bef- before going into the second half of the year. Um, Jeremy, when I was putting together, like the list of games that I've played that have come out this year, I was... Stunned by how many heavy hitters there have been. How many games I've truly enjoyed that are new this year that have come out, or at least new to me. Um, yeah, I I didn't want to cut my list down. <laughs> yeah, it's it, 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 like I was looking at my list and I, I actually had less exciting games than I felt like I do. Right. But the ones that are exciting are really exciting. And so it's like, okay, that kind of, I guess, tracks then. Mm. Um, but yeah. It's, you also play like more games than me in a given time period usually. Like I've actually haven't played that many. Like I've actually got, only got a list here of like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 from okay. this year. Mine was 10. Yeah. Like it's like not that many. And that included Forspoken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've got in here Meat Grinder, right? Like, and so like, there's like, you know, there's there hasn't really been that many that I've really latched onto. I've played a lot of demos this year because I've done, uh, I've done a, a a couple of conventions. I've done, um, Steam Next Fest. I'm about to do another one. Um, yeah. and I played some demos on the PC gaming show, and like I've I feel like I've consumed a lot of games media without even explicitly sitting down and then playing a game that is out and available. Um, which mm-hmm. has been really interesting, um, but yeah, it's been it's been a good year so far. Been a really good year so far. It's been a really good year so far, yeah. and it it is looking to be a really good second half of the year as well. Mm. Um, I was saying to you before we started the show that I'm like slightly annoyed that Final Fantasy 16 wasn't out yet, so we couldn't like include it in this discussion, which is such a like academic, strange. <laughs> like arbitrary line of thinking and i and i think i i've pinpointed that it was it's born more out of my my eager anticipation of just playing that game in general um than being frustrated that it wasn't here but yeah yeah it's it's been like yeah because i i also thought the same thing on the on the way home from work i was like oh like if only we were doing this in like a week and i was like but no <laughs> like it's not yeah the- no it doesn't make any <laughs> sense we'll, we'll, we'll talk the- about it when it comes out for like a whole episode yeah. and we'll also talk about it if it's any good at the end of the year yeah like yeah. <laughs> and we'll talk about it in the second half of the show when we give our demo impressions like we've got yeah we've got final fantasy things to say exactly uh so i kind of broke my list down as i've got like i've got my top three and a couple of honorable mentions mm-hmm. um Jeremy, is Zelda at the top of your list? It is at the moment. Mine too. I don't. I actually. It's not. It's not as. It's not as far and away clear as I thought it would be. It is clear, 
It yes. is like I didn't have to think about it. Yeah, I, I didn't. It's have to think in about good that company either. too. It is in really good company. I yeah, I think that. Uh, look, looking ahead to the rest of the year, I think there will be games for me personally that will bump it off the top of the list. Um, but those are not like, those are not out yet or I haven't actually discovered them yet. Because I, I, I haven't found, like, you know, like I feel like every year, like I find some indie game that really grabs me in a way that is like, oh, like this is this is more than just like, you know, the most interesting big budget game that came out but this is going to be the one that like sticks with me and I go and buy a vinyl three years later and so, like the game that I talk to to someone at a party or at a at a networking event or something at some games event that we're both like you played this game and I played this game we are going to become really close for the next two hours like like that kind <laughs> of like like we both get it like one like this like the level of oh yeah um whereas Zelda will probably stay in my top three, yeah, because it it is it is truly incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not having that like visceral emotional reaction to it like I do with an Outer Wilds, for example. I'm in that same place right now, um, and I think it's because we're in the middle of it, right? Neither of us have finished it. Neither of us are like we're we're also I'm also in the middle of a Zelda lull. I haven't picked it up in 7 or 10 days or something like that. And that's fine. I'm happy with that. I kind of enjoy the the time when when with Breath of the Wild when it could kind of be a bit more of a an everlasting gobstopper, you know? You could you could come away and and go back and there'd be something new and something exciting and the way it worked would be a whole other thing. I look forward to the next Saturday that I sit down with it one afternoon and then play until like I need to turn the lights on in my house. You know? Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. I'm not I'm not aching to play it in, at every second. Um, yeah, I, I think I'd like to finish it by the end of the year in order to have that sort of sense of resolution when we get to that discussion because I think it is important that feeling of like having explored that world, done all the things, come to a conclusion, had that resolution with it. Um, I think really helps with a game as large as this uh, when you put a bow on it. Yeah, because with a game some, with that's similarly large, say with Skyrim or... Uh, yeah, like the, the Bethesda RPGs, Witcher was another example where I never finished it. It's like, oh yeah, those are really competent, but like I can't think of like the arc of the game. In, but with Breath of the Wild, because I like completed it, I could think of how I felt about doing all the shrines, that doing the divine beasts in the order I did, and then finishing them all and having most of that done by the time I went to pick Ganon and all of that stuff. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like the the the, the, the other examples you gave, like Bethesda, Rapid, The Witcher, etc. Like they are not like they are not the. Um, uh, you know, Bethesda RPGs kind of, but like the journey you have on there is not is not a, not nearly as unique of a journey as you do in in the Zelda game. Mm. So, you know, yeah, no, it's a yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. I, it's been funny as well in this Zelda lull that I haven't had like as much. I like I haven't had that many memories that really stick with me. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think you're not actually very far through the game. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, like you're like you're still early. You yeah. need, you just need to play more. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. You're yeah. right. Uh yeah, and I would 
I'm I'm looking I am looking forward to it. It's it's it is just this weird moment of like, yeah, it's the best game. It, it it it's fascinating. I think I think like the 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 biggest reason that it, that is at the top of my list at the moment is because I'm just in such uh, genuine awe of it um, mm-hmm. across the you know the 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 overall structure of the game with the with the three zones, the new mechanics, all that stuff. It is it is like it is so uh, sizable without it feeling overwhelming. That I've got an like I've got a different kind of overwhelming in terms of like, I, I, there is so much to consider with that game mm-hmm. that it it can't it like you know when you see a very expensive video game and it's like oh like you can see the budget in this game it feels heavy and it feels like there's a billion hands all over it not in a bad way but just like you can tell that many 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 people have been have been working on this game to create this one singular experience uh when you play zelda you don't get that it still feels quite intimate and personal which means you got to stick in there for a really long time and like to actually get those moments that are special to you you know the even though they are still crafted you have those moments that you created on your own that no one else will have you just have to you got to put the hours in to actually get to those, mm-hmm. which it takes a long time to get through those hours because it's a long game and there's a lot of there's a lot of time in between those moments, which kind of makes those moments special because those times in between those moments are still really really wonderful. Which is, I guess, yes. probably why it's at the top of my list. I'm not yeah, no I, absolutely. I'm, I'm not wading through like mud to get to those wonderful moments. I'm having a blast getting to those incredible uh, times where. I do remember it for years to come. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's kind of it's such a big game, you know. Yeah, yeah, the, absolutely. The witches and, and the Bethesda also RPGs. surrounded by so much excellence too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like mm. the the you know just to quickly go back to the example of like the witches and the Bethesda RPGs, like you know those 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 finely crafted moments, they are really great, but a lot of them don't super feel organic or when they are organic you are not actually um doing what is i guess like you're not actually furthering anything or progressing anything when you are in zelda the its strength is progressing something that is like is is it's like you know you being a dickhead in the video game is still even progressing the video game yeah. because there's no wrong answer basically yeah. which is just kind of wild that that game exists in the way that it does it's it is I don't, I don't, I don't understand how they did that. I don't know how they did that. I don't, I don't get it. I, I can't believe they they topped Breath of the Wild. I, I just cannot understand that they did do it. I don't know if they, I knew have they were me. going to, but like, I don't know if they've topped it for me yet. Really? Like, I, I don't like they, they, they it's, it's not a. I don't think for me, I can have a one better than the other thing mm-hmm. because they are so intrinsically linked in each other. Because Tears of the Kingdom doesn't exist without Breath of the Wild. And so I can't say that it's better than Breath of the Wild. It's just kind of its own, like, its own specific type of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. No, that's fair. And and I I am surprised that they changed as much as they did while it was also so different. But yeah. I, yeah, like I said, I think if I could finish it by the end of the year, I feel like that's enough time spent with it that it is, like, plenty of time yeah really yeah, yeah um yeah. 
without having to rush it, but also like in a way that means that like I'm not like just spending way too long yeah. just roaring it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for and no reason. And it'll be there when you get back to it, but like you don't, you don't like you don't have that moment of pure love until you do do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's yeah. it's fascinating. Uh, so then, Jeremy, what's what's uh, what's what are your honorable mentions then? So Zelda's at the top of both of our lists, yeah. As we as we thought it would be, yeah. What what what's at the bottom of your top five right now? <laughs> Bet and brutal. <laughs> really, that's 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 in your honorables. Yeah, is really cool. Mm-hmm. It'll get bumped. I know. Yeah. It'll, I know it'll get bumped. Is that just kind of like it is what it is? Like kinda. The other games that I've got on here, I either haven't played enough of or I didn't like enough. I didn't like Metroid Prime the more I think about it that much. I think it's right. fine, but I don't I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to play it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't played enough of the Horizon Forbidden West DLC. I, I need to play more of Humanity. I'm at least still playing that. Hi-Fi Rush didn't hit for me, really. No, it didn't. Um, so, yeah, like, Ben Brutal, like, it... Cool game, real cool. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. sick vibes. Um, love jumping puzzles. Like Minecraft jumping puzzles. Um, had a good time. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll probably go back. We'll probably go back. I want to I want to get to the top. You want that? You want that Minecraft, Half Life yeah. platforming joy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was thinking about that game the other day and how I describe it to someone, and it is a weird mix of like, yeah, the Minecraft climbing, but also like Half Life climbing. Which is a weird way. Which is a weird. Which is weird. I don't know. It's a. It's 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 fascinating. They they made a whole game around it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And like it works. What it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in one of my bottom slots, or rather, in the the number five, I guess, on my list is uh, the Hitman Freelancer mode. Uh, is just. It's on here because it, it didn't stick with me too much. It was a toss-up between this and Destiny 2 Lightfall, but at the end of the day, Destiny 2 Lightfall was a bit of, like, more Destiny 2. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I did really enjoy it, and I engaged with it in a different way this year, and I think that balanced the game, so it was quite enjoyable to get to max power level and all of that, but, like, max it was power. just kind of more Destiny 2, and also the campaign wasn't that good. Um, yeah, that's kind of also what I've heard that like it, it's cool but it's not the best of the campaigns that they've done not by a long shot mm-hmm. which is a shame because i was really hoping that they were gonna i don't know like the, the vibes of that of that campaign that, that those trailers that zone all that stuff i'm like hell yeah like this might pull me all the way back in and the reviews are like ah, like it's just not that i'm like ah. yeah yeah that's that's oh, it i'm so that, close that really to being it. all the way back in <laughs> i i think i think strand was fun but like that yeah, it was fun gameplay-wise and just not the rest of it. But Hitman Freelancer was excellent fun. What a, 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 a surprise little bonus mode uh, for, their, for yeah. their trilogy that really helped invigorate and recontextualize their, their mechanics and their, um, their, their sandbox, which is fascinating the way they've done that. They completely reinvented themselves a bit. Yeah, and like so... Uh... So smart makes complete makes a complete amount of sense, right? Like it just it was an equation that I didn't realize um, would equal. Like it mm-hmm. was like so, uh, so surprisingly um, fun. I guess mm-hmm. 
I, I don't know how much I care about a lot of the like building up the base sort of stuff. Um, yeah. But like as a as a new way to play Hitman, like I'm I'm all for that. I will love that. So. Yeah, it was so fun the way it it. It, it was good for me as someone who 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 starts those games and doesn't get too far into them historically to experience more of the games and to be a bit more freeform and for it to... Because one of the things that puts me off from Hitman when, like, to, that keeps me from going all the way in, I guess, is that the first playthrough of a level can sometimes be two to three hours. Yeah. You know, of, like, casing it and trying something and reloading a save and trying it again and like going back and failing it. And then you've done half of it and then you need to get to the other side of the place. And, and it's like, Oh, I don't want to do the the scenarios they've given to me because it feels too handholdy. But then you like try to do it yourself and that takes longer because you're doing it yourself. So like there's a weird push and pull there that they, they, they just eliminate with this mode. It's yeah. just get in, do what you can get out and kind of make it up as you go. Which is and it and it's great fun. The stakes are way lower. And but the, but the 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 room to improvise is a little bit higher because there's a bit there's there's more stresses on you for like um you know uh, do I use this piece of equipment now or do I save it for the next level or three levels from now because mm-hmm. if if I don't find another one between now and then like what am I gonna do? Um yeah like the like the 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 time to kill is much shorter, but the that there is there's is different things to manage right it's not about like you know being really slow and sneaky it's like you've got to kind of be efficient mhm it's fun yeah no it is uh and then just above that on my list is resident evil 4 remake it's my number not in my two. top 3 it's my number 2 it, that's your number 2 right mm. it's funny cuz i think it is one of maybe the best games from this year, but it. I think it's the it, second best. <laughs> Sorry, my time. Uh, yeah, Sorry, number two. <laughs> it, there are many parts of it that haven't stuck with me, though. I guess it is. Um, like a lot of that game that with, I remember playing it at the time and thinking, like it's quite good, and the level, the the way the levels are made are are interesting, and I like the way they balance the economy, so that like you know that 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 pitch perfect balance of of resource scarcity where it's like you got to use some but you don't want to use too much and you've used a lot here but they give you a bit more and all of that kind of you know it's classic resident evil mm. um but there's also just there's a lot of just combat in this game you know what i mean it's and it's like it's like just combat there's like so many stretches of fighting and fighting and fighting mm. that i think can that I think bogged me down by the time I got to the end. Um, as it stands, though, it was very fun. Like listening to Leon's crappy quips and seeing all of the um, seeing all of the 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 up to date animations for all these old boss characters, like the the lake monster and the mm. the um. Oh, the guy who turns into the ceiling crab, what I don't remember what he was called, but the, yeah. the big the tall guy in the trench coat and Yeah. Um I really the started disliking the bosses. <laughs> yeah, Gloria Las Plagas, that's right. I really started disliking the bosses after that. But yeah, it it was such like just fun. Yeah. It was just so fun. 
and that was like the point of it and that's what it nailed and that's what it was yeah but you t- tell tell me how it's sitting for you i think it's perfect perfect <laughs> like i have no complaints at all no notes it's, really yeah i love the combat okay uh, may- maybe my one my one note is that you're shooting a lot of guys towards the final chapter there's a lot of, there's a lot of shooting guys and i'm yeah. it's not that fun but i really didn't like the um the salazar boss fight oh i loved every boss i think I did just, you get stuck on any of them no nah. I, I died maybe once or twice on any of them but like i didn't i didn't get stuck at all yeah, um, I, 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 I felt a healthy dose of bullshit in some of those. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I just, I just like, I was, it was like it was, I was just traveling through that story at a, at a, like with my foot on the pedal the entire time. I was, mm-hmm. I was accelerating through, but like I wasn't, like it wasn't too fast. The world was fucking so fun to be around like starting mm-hmm. off in the in the you know the the small uh, spanish town and then going to these castles and the mines throughout and and then it's starting off with just you know fucked up villages <laughs> europeans and then um, and then uh, <laughs> um then the- i know what you mean by that but that is very strange out of context <laughs> um and then, uh, yeah, then like they get like you know, bugs in their heads and all that stuff, right? And and <laughs> and, and then all of the all of the fucked up like laboratory stuff, and then and then the ramparts and the your old military old mate guy who you fight with the knives, and that's silly. And then the shooting, and then your helicopter guy comes oh, along. So so many high moments in that game. Mm. And the exploring was really fun. Like if it, you, the Ashley section was good too. Yeah, yeah, the Ashley Ashley section was great fun. Um, the you know how I play video games. I have not wanted to go back and like hundred percent a video game more this year than it has been in Resident Evil Four. Like yeah. I genuinely was like, what if I just went back again immediately and just started playing it again? What yeah, if, the itch was there for me too. Played on harder difficulty. What if I got all the collectibles? What if I 100% at all these different zones, right? Like just mm-hmm. being in that game was good. Um, yeah, I don't, I, for me, it's a perfect video game. Perfect video game. Goodness mm. me. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was, it, yeah, perfect is, is a stretch for me. Uh, but yeah, there were a lot of very just fun moments, like the minecart ride and oh my and god, the minecart all of rides. their their like their anime dialogue and attitude. And... Kick, kicking kicking off uh, as two chainsaws pierce the wall Leon is in front of, mm. instead of ducking, kicking off and then doing a backflip away from yeah. it, and mm-hmm. it rules. <laughs> it yeah. just fucking rules. Yeah, Resident Evil is good. Most times. More, yeah, yeah. More than it's not. Yeah. Yeah. They just yeah, need to stop thank, making those... Thanks to its recent iteration. They just need to stop making those fucking multiplayer ones. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was bad with this one, was it? Oh, no. I, no, there was one that came out like was, like four months ago that was meant to be a part of eight. That yeah, was bad. Yeah, Reverse. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, five, and five is very racist. 
Yes. Yes, it is. I On am, top of being only just fine, apparently. Yeah, I am so curious if they remake that game, if they're gonna like what they're gonna change, because I feel like they need to change that game. I don't know that they would bother if they're gonna re- bother remaking it. Yeah. Well, like, so, so, like I hope at this point, like, there's other games they can remake. They need to remake one again. I think that would be really yes. exciting. Like the, the one remake that is out is fantastic. But if they did a one remake style, the, the like, one remake is almost twenty years old. Uh, I mean, it's been it's been. It came out on GameCube in like 05. I know, but it's been brought up again and again. Like it's it's mm. it's it's, it's mm-hmm. also there's a native PS4 version. Um, um, they need to go to like um, code, like Code Veronica is apparently very very good, and Resident Evil Zero is supposed apparently very very good. So like there are other ones that they can do before they have, before they have to dig the well of <laughs> five. Yeah, it's funny because they 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 reintroduced Wesker at the end of Resident Evil 4. Um, probably just because he's in... he's just He just is in Resident Evil yeah, 4. Yeah, that, that's game. that story, yeah. But, like, he is the antagonist. He's, like, the one that you fight in yeah. 5. Yeah. So, yeah, the question becomes, like, do they do anything with that? And, like, he's not in 2 and 3 nearly at all, if if at all. Um, yeah. But he's in 1. So, yeah. yeah, like, if they got people interested with with the ending of four, then yeah, maybe going to one, which is sort of like Wesker's origin story as far as, well, it's not because they in zero, that is actually his origin story. But in terms of his introduction to the franchise, you know, one is the place. And, you know, we'll probably get nine at some point in the next couple of years. And then maybe, maybe, maybe instead of going through five to do Wesker, maybe they just throw Wesker in nine and they're like, actually here's the ending to four. That isn't five. Oh, if they, yeah, they, As in if they, they just like branch jump, the timeline. Like not branch it, but just like ignore five. Like like you know they can they can leave it canon if they want. Yeah, in six, I don't know what happens. I don't know Wesker's fate. Maybe he dies in six. I've got no idea. Um, five. He dies in five. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because well, he's 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 the final boss. That's fine. He's a he's a villain. <laughs> he can come back. I he 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 dies by rocket launcher in a volcano that erupts. That is so. cool. <laughs> <laughs> they should keep that. They should cherry pick that scene and pop it in yeah. nine. <laughs> they landed the volcano by like fighting in like a stealth bomber, and then they like fall out of the cargo bay into a volcano. <laughs> Such a shame that game is bad in ways that makes me not actually ever going to play it. Yeah, yeah. You could you could watch a a, a video. I'll watch and just a speed like run. skip when you get bored. I'll go. I'll, I'll look at. I'll look at GDQ for Resident Evil Five. I think that's maybe the best the, way to experience the best way to ex- story ex- and cool moments. Exactly. Uh, number three on my list is one that didn't make yours. Metroid Prime Remastered. Yeah. Uh, this game does show its age in a lot of ways, but I do appreciate that sort of classic Metroid feel, and I have the the. So, so the part of my enjoyment it, with this game f- comes to the vague impressions I had of it when I was very young and didn't recognize what I was looking at yet. When I'd go over to my cousin's place and they were doing something, I'd be like, "Oh, this looks kind of cool." I don't, but I don't understand what this is. Or like, I'd <laughs> I'd see ads for it, or I'd see, like I would see it in so many places, and now I can understand what all of those moments were, and it feels familiar and fond. Even I, although I didn't get to play it at the time. I know exactly what you mean, but I liked to imagine that you were like four months old and just didn't actually <laughs> have like the ability to like understand objects yet. 
and like like my brother was playing it when I was like <laughs> yeah like yeah the, like still figuring out how to use my thumbs yeah you know when you when you, you know, like you ever seen like a toddler watch like like uh, just ve- Veggie Tales on the TV and it's just like I've been a toddler watching Veggie Tales but but have you seen it no right okay because it's just it's just colors and shapes and sounds and it's just like that is everything yep. to them right it's I remember. I, it's funny you mentioned that. I remember there was this one time I watched a lot of Aladdin and Lion King out mm. of the VCRs when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. To the point where, like, when I watch those now, I hear the, like, the familiarity of the sounds because it's, like, it's so ingrained. But, like, it was from a time where I didn't, I wasn't fully recognizing the language yet. Like, I could understand words. But when I watched The Lion King, it was more just, like, the whole thing was music. It was all abstract sound to yeah. my head kind of a thing. And there was one time we were, I was watching it again and it just clicked for me and I started listening to all of their words. You know, we're like 10 or 15 minutes in and I was just like, they're saying things, <laughs> you know? And I knew they were saying things, but I was hearing them. Like I was really hearing them. That's so funny. <laughs> anyway, Metroid Prime, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, this game has such a classic feel. And as someone who played Metroid Prime 3, when that came out, this was a very good way to like revisit that franchise, that setting, that series in like its like proto stage in its like purest form. And you know, you could see the Nintendo DNA in so much of it, like the how they had the like SNES hits for each of their Nintendo franchises like Mario and Zelda and Metroid. And then when they had to turn them into 3D, it was like, oh, what's our most popular Zelda game? Let's make that 3D somehow. And that's basically what they did. What's our most popular Metroid game? Let's make it 3D somehow. And they did. Like, it, it is so Super Metroid yeah. in 3D. And I just don't mind. Like, it's just so fun. <laughs> and I don't know. Part of it... Part of it, I guess, was because I, I didn't really have too much friction. I didn't really get lost. I didn't really um, get hit by any of the harsh checkpoints because the new control scheme really helps you not die, um, which is great. Uh, but yeah, I I love the setting. I, the, the more and more I play Metroid, the more and more I realize how much I just like it. I just I just genuinely like Metroid. Samus is fucking so cool. And her suits are always amazing, and the vibe I can I can fully appreciate that sort of desolate, brooding, silent vibe of these games in a way that I didn't when I was playing three. In a way, I just kind of was like scared of it when I was twelve. You know what I mean? Now it's like, oh, this is this is a this is a thing. The music's awesome. The way the the level design wraps around it's that like that thing that the first Dark Souls map capitalized on, that Metroidvania kind of wrapping around and being like, oh, that's this section. Let's Metroidvania to like a T, right? And this is one of the 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 first best examples of it in 3D. It's um, it's great. I really enjoyed my time with it. I 100% of that game twice. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I got burned by that game a little bit because I was very much over it by the time I was ready to finish. And then the game mm-hmm. told me that, no, you are not ready to finish. You need to get these 12 arbitrary things that you haven't been getting. Mm-hmm. Um, which 
like yeah like I've, I've told this story before you were there i was streaming and i was like i was very ready to stop streaming and i i decided to push through to get to the end and and then i fought um mr water noose from the uh, monsters <laughs> inc movie um but the like killer metroid prime yeah um yeah like i i and then i look i need to give that game credit a lot of it is really good mm. And then what it did to me, which is a blessing, is told me to go back and play Metroid Dread, which I did, which is I, what I, it did to you. another perfect video game. Another um, perfect video game. Metroid Dread, a perfect video game. One of the best games on the Nintendo Switch. Um, uh, yeah, it's the, the vibes of Metroid Prime are fucking top, and I will never not say that they are not. Did you... I can't remember. You, you played with the narration, didn't you? For some of the cutscenes, it's not. I know it's not many of them. But I, I did don't you have the narration. I, if I did, I don't remember. <laughs> Man, the narration was so schlocky. I don't mind a bit of schlock. Like I'm, I'm not. Yeah, but it gets in the way of the vibe, you know. Like it's such like, like getting Harrison Ford in the booth to add voiceover to Blade Runner. You know, it's like I don't need that. Just let me, just let me look at this scary space station. Look, without I, you telling me about it, I don't need it. But I have seen dozens of not very good science fiction films that all start off with narration in a way that I kind of really like. Like, okay. l- like, like, you know, hammy voice actor reading schlocky script before low-budget science fiction film is... Like a sort of a trapping of the genre, kind of a... But, but, yeah, but like a good one. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it's like it's like one that I'm like, yeah, like it turns out there's a reason a lot of movies do this and because it's it's easy to set a tone that way and it's it's hard it's harder to do it well without and you know i don't doubt that metroid prime manages to do it without because it totally does manage to do without but it's not a like i I don't think it's like an immediate negative for me i think it's like you know it's a personal preference thing what what the what was good about the narration is that i asked my my good friend 2d should i play uh, like hey like do I want narration or not or something? Mm. And he misread my message and said, yeah, you can tell me how you go with this game. And I said, no, 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 no. I don't mean as in I'm going to give you my narration. Ah, I said, ah, do I want to play ah. with narration? And he's like, oh. <laughs> but, That's so funny. But he was Did full, you give him narration? He was fully ready for me to give him a play-by-play of the game over Messenger. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we do that on so many things naturally. Do you, like, Sometimes. I assume you do that with 2D as yeah, well. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was very That's funny. So though. funny. <laughs> you ready to experience this through me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Jeremy, what's your number three? Dredge. 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 Lovely. Yeah. Uh, I it, that took me a sec because I I heard dread. Oh no no <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I'm just I'm just changing the rules on the flight. No, um, yeah no dredge is uh, really cool. Um. If you want to know more about how I feel about it, read my review. <laughs> so my number two, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's it, like I gave it. A, I think I gave it a nine. Um, yeah, uh, it's a really cool. Again, the vibes are really there, and the length is perfect. Um, it's got a, a bit of a lackluster ending, um, but overall, the 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 mechanics are good. The gameplay is solid. Um, the art style is really nice, um, and it's just like an overall like really good time. 
I, I wish the ending was better, but like that's mm. sort of it. Like overall, it's like a really fucking solid game. How um, long did you spend with it? Uh, eight hours. Really? I thought it was longer than that. Maybe maybe it was long. I don't know. It's been a minute. Mm. I could double check. Fair enough. Maybe it was like ten. I, f- I feel like I was I f- like I I remember thinking it was going to be longer, but only because I expected the final chapter to be quite a long time. But it, it was like really quite short. Um, dredge playtime is it going to tell me? No, it isn't. Um, I don't know. But between 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 eight and ten hours, I think. It seems it, pretty good. I, I would recommend you play that game if you get a chance. Um, it's yeah. it is it's it's really good. And if you enjoy the inventory in Resident Evil, which who doesn't? It's really fun. Um, uh, there's a whole fishing game with that. You know, it's funny. There's there's a there's a there's been a sort of um, kick on of like a bit of a semi renaissance of like of games of indie games designed around that mechanics that like bring it front and center. Like there was some roguelike that Northern Eye was playing. That was just that, like it was all about increasing your, your bag size so you could fit more and you couldn't hold more than you could carry. And, and like, I don't think I get it that much. (laughs) Really? (laughs) You know, I don't think I get it in like a, give me its own game kind of a way. Uh, yeah, a, a, a question, which you might this might just not work as a as a as a potential through line for this. I I I feel I'm wondering if you're going to ask a certain thing. I'll ask what you ask ask what you're going to ask. How much do you like Tetris? I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> um, decently, yeah. No, I like Tetris. Okay, but do you play like? Oh no, I played five hours of Tetris. Like, do you do that? No. Right. I played... Have you ever experienced the Tetris effect? No, not really. Okay. Uh, I played... I liked watching people play Tetris 99 when that was big. Um, That was really fun to watch. And honestly, the most time I've spent with Tetris was... um, I think it was called Tetris Blast, which is the (laughs) Tetris game on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) But I actually I played that a lot when I was in like year seven, year eight, uh, and like getting to know people in my class yeah. playing Tetris in like the afternoons when we came home. We do the that was the like multiplayer, like it had like five different modes, and you could like try and get a better score than the other one, and like nothing wrong with that, that. was where I spent the the vast majority of my time with Tetris. Yeah, nothing wrong with that um, at all. Yeah, Tetris Effect really didn't do it for me. Uh, they kept grading me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I didn't remember that until I said it. Until I got until I started talking about it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's why I didn't like it. <laughs> Tetris Effect is also another perfect video game. Just like to point that out, <laughs> and that is a ten if I've ever played a ten. Yeah, Resident Evil Four. I kept doing those shooting range missions, and they kept grading me. Yeah, it was it? Yeah, it's so funny how much you get put off by just like a simple grade. And like, you know what's even funnier is that I actually like, didn't mind it in the Resident Evil shooting range. Oh, I was gonna say like if if they gave you like a like a grade in Final Fantasy Seven. You'd probably be like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna do that again until I get fucking S rank." 
maybe <laughs> you know there's a there's a thing that happens what's the game that did it most recently where it's like i think it it was it, i was either playing persona or um no it happens in it happens in final fantasy 7 remake where you know when you finish a finish a uh, a combat encounter and someone will be like oh i have to do better as in like player you got fucked up by that and the game is now going to tell you that you sucked like yeah I'm, i don't need that oh, okay i feel like <laughs> the it, only time i appreciate that is when i'm already thinking it in which case i'm like yeah you're right i did suck and if i'm at that point already then like my mood is already sour and like i don't need that reinforced so what like, i will say about seven i think those voice lines were actually broken because they would they would say lines that were not accurate to the fight i was just in often I, re- I i feel like i remember like i would get hit maybe once in a, like a giant fight and i would come out of it and cloud be like Ugh, well that was a waste or like oh like oh like that wasn't very good or something and mm. and i remember thinking like, like what do you mean <laughs> like <laughs> like we just killed like a battalion <laughs> having gone through hard mode like i i felt i think i got to understand what they determined as good and bad like because i think my they, they like I got brought up to the the standard that they made that for, right? Um, which was which is pretty unforgiving in hard mode. Um, yeah, like if any of your characters go into the red, that's like that's bad because then you have to spend mana to heal because you don't have items and mana's yeah. limited and you don't want to do that in hard mode. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's a that's a that's a but that's that's a whole other thing. Um. What what. What were we have you talking got, about? Well, we were just talking about like grading and we're talking about Tetris. Grading, Tetris, and dredge. dredge. There yeah. we go. <laughs> <laughs> you, you good? <laughs> I just didn't, I hadn't realized how far off track we'd gotten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, all, it all felt so logical. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the check in subject. This isn't like a. This is not like. Oh, a, yeah, no, I'm not bothered. I was yeah, just. Yeah. This, this is not a heavy duty topic. <laughs> No, no, it's not. It's not. All right, Jeremy, you ready for my for my final game, my number two? Mm. Any guesses? Uh, it's Star Wars. It's Star Wars Jedi Survivor, everybody. And what? Why? Why is it this game that got above uh, Resident Evil or Metroid Prime or Hitman? Um, oh. Honestly, <laughs> I think Resident Evil might be better made than this game <laughs> i uh I, I i messed up my list but we'll just move on <laughs> i'll just talk to oh, is, is yours completely invalid no but like i forgot that um star wars was my number three and dredge was my number four but that's because i forgot star wars existed so maybe i'm just gonna swap those two what <laughs> yeah you forgot it existed yeah, i completely forgot like i wrote it down i just forgot to give it a number <laughs> Hey, let's talk about Star Wars then, both yeah, of us. let's talk about it. <laughs> Wait, so what was your number five then that shouldn't have been? No, no, no. Breton Brutal was number five. Um, and Dredge was four. Star Wars was three. Resident Evil. And Zelda. Resident Evil was two. Oh, did we just skip it? Yeah, yeah, I think we just skipped it. Uh, okay, I thought we freeballed it a bit. Oh, well. Anyway. Oh, we did. <laughs> we did, and it's fine. It's fine. That's so funny. Hey, Star Wars, Jedi Survivor. I think that Resident Evil 4 might be like a better made game. Mm. 
than Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I think but everyone I would like agree Survivor considering more. how Survivor launched. But I mean, I remember I I was one of the few people who played it pre-patch. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I had to deal with that whole, like, I don't know if my save's going to get corrupted once it updates. Yeah. I mean, not, not that you can judge it on that, though. No, well, that's the thing, right? But I... What I was fascinated by with the discourse with Survivor was how many, many, many people continued to enjoy it despite its performance issues. Yeah, I did too. Because the, the performance issues were were uh, of the they they were none of them are game breaking enough to pull you far enough away from the overall enjoyment of the game. You know no. what I mean? Like yeah, no. the ones that were there were they were niggles and they did bring it down a bit, but it was only a bit. And the rest of the game could still sing through it. Yeah, th- there were moments where I'm like, "This is like borderline unacceptable low frame rate." Mm. Um, yes, and that I think m- means that for me personally, I could never put it game of t- the year. Yeah, I mean, like, look, it was never going to be game of the year for me anyway in any year. Um, but like, I think that like there there were moments where I'm like, "This shouldn't have like this. This needs." six more months or something yeah um and i wish it had that um and and in the lead up to the game coming out i heard a number of people talk about how the first game launched in a similar state like that which i had completely forgotten which yeah. was very upsetting to see it happen a second time it's like all right guys don't do this again you gotta give them more runway and especially because this game wasn't like formally announced until december last year and then they gave it a three month away release date which they could, which they didn't hit, and they had to postpone it. And then when it came out, it was too early. Like they, they didn't have to push it. They didn't have to push it out. Yeah, I look. I, I we have we don't know why it got pushed out in the state that it was in. They are still updating it. There's a patch that went live like yesterday or something that is mm. working on some stuff. It hasn't fixed the frame rate. I don't think it is going to fix the frame rate because. I think I've heard some people say that's an engine issue, like an Unreal 4 open, like struggling with open world issue. Well, that and the ray tracing, right? Like, ra- there's like oh, ra- yeah, ray tracing is on by o- default. always on. You can't turn yeah. it off, which is like in- just look. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, like I think that like th- there there are there are, there's a lot of things that I just like I just if the frames were smoother, then the gameplay would have felt smoother for me, but like the frame rate being low main, means that I'm seeing those edges in that gameplay. And I, I never loved that gameplay in the first one. I like it more in this one, mm. but it was still not like, it still felt not finished to me. There was just like a bit of like, I just needed like a bit more, bit more of the edges smoothed over. There's just yeah, it- too much friction there in moments where there shouldn't be friction is the just thing. Needed a couple more once overs. Yeah, Give it needed just, the twice over. Yeah, like maybe even a three times over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and then it would have been good. Yeah, another set of eyes. All of those, all of those <laughs> sort of phrases. Um, yeah, then they would have fit right in in the cantina. That being said, I think that the story got really good by the end. It really did. And, and it did something really fun and interesting with it. Yeah. And I saw, you know, there are twists and turns in this story that, at least for me, were signposted minutes into the beginning of the story. <laughs> like, I called almost everything in the game. But I didn't mind. I didn't mind mm. at all. I had a good, very good time. 
yeah, um, this game is kind of like it's kind of like the definition of like the journey along the way, like the friends you make along the way. Like <laughs> it's kind of like that's the point yeah. of the story, and and that's okay. That's better than a reveal that is surprising at once and then really lame later. Mm. Um, I was talking there to was you. Some- I was, I was talking to you about this the other day about like you know how like I always prefer stories that that uh, I I can know everything going in and still love it as opposed to if I like if a story requires me to not know what is going to happen for me to enjoy it then I don't think it's that good mm. if the, like you know and you know like you think about movies with like a really like in, like in, intense twist ending right the best ones are the ones that have those intense twist endings but still are really enjoyable on rewatch, like Memento or like Seven or whatever. Um, mm. uh, this game, I think, has that. Like, I, I would like to revisit that story again. I would love to go through that with those characters again. Um, there was a lot of really enjoyable, like, like Star Wars juice. Um, you know, like Empire Strikes Back isn't incredible because you find out that Darth Vader is Luke's father. Mm. It's incredible because the entire story is incredible and that one moment yeah. is like an elevated moment. Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. There you go. I, I compared uh, Jedi Survivor to Empire. Yeah, you're right. That's that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's not they're they're different, but like, you know, it's got it's got similar good things about it. Yeah. I uh I just love killing droids in this game, man. Like yeah, they they got to kill. That 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 they nailed the the Jedi fantasy in this. Uh, in terms of how it feels to be wielding a lightsaber and and taking people out, and but it being difficult, but like not too hard, and you are powerful, but other things are also powerful. Like I never I never really enjoyed Disco Elysium that much. Sorry, I said, did I just say Disco Elysium? You did. <laughs> the reason why is because I just had a Steam thing come up in my corner that said that. What I meant was Star Wars The Force Unleashed, everybody. I was going to go, where the fuck is this going? I do really like Disco Elysium, and that's completely irrelevant to this discussion. <laughs> I'm going to close Steam. What was going on? How are you gonna wrap in Disco Elysium into this into your feelings on Star Wars Jedi Survivor? Holy shit! I was ah, oh, I'm really sad we're not gonna get that. I was really excited for whatever that was gonna be. Holy shit! <laughs> I oh. love that you just don't hear what Cal's thinking in this game. Elysium. <laughs> oh fuck! Gonna... Sorry to get your hopes up. Oh man, I got, I got really excited for a moment. So Star Wars Jedi Survivor really nailed the Jedi fantasy in a way that I don't think the Force Unleashed ever did. Yeah, you were sitting because... in that game. Pew pew pew. I, but what I mean by that is like the way it feels to wield a lightsaber and the way the, the force powers feel like each individual, I guess, is given weight. They're not like confetti for your might. Sure. And they can become that when you become stronger, but like you have to respect them and learn what 
they are good at and strong at. Like a stormtrooper can take a Jedi down in the universe. It doesn't happen very often, but it can happen. And yeah. it can happen in this game. It, it is. It feels like a Jedi has to work to take down a dangerous monster because they're still dangerous. It's just they're, they're skilled and they have to use those skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And put their necks on the line. It is. It isn't effortless. And that that balance of seeing Cal do the things he does, but fighting to make sure it happens is really like I'm I'm, I'm impressed that they nailed that. Yeah. In a way that you don't get in the first game because you spend so long like being like inept, like being so young, being so fresh so new yeah and like the the level design in the first one is 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 like good to poor like there's like a really yeah. wide range of like there are some areas which are actually quite good and some areas which are really not very good at all um, and some areas that are okay but they're like over long yeah and, yeah and there's and there's like unfortunate um, Uncharted-esque sections in those levels that don't do any part of the game a, a favor um, yeah. Whereas in this, the like there's there's really smart level design, really efficient level design, um, mm. and the and um, abilities which complement the level design as well. Um, you know, Absolutely. like it's it is a it is it's basically a Metroidvania in that regard as well. Like it is like you know abilities and on you know like green jump unlocks green door and red push pushes red. You know, it's all it's mm -hmm. all that kind of um Metroidvania style thing. But you know the now let me tell you, it's great. Yeah, like there's a reason it it, it keeps coming up and turns out it's good. Like it's yeah. like a really solid way to do things. And yeah. uh this was another one. Um and they had some incredible moments too. Like yeah. there's that whole scene where you learn the air dash on um Jeddah with uh, with Merrin and the, there's the giant spider drill thing that you have to escape and then take down. Like that's a that's an all-time like cinematic set piece kind of moment for over the for the last 3 or 4 years in terms of set pieces. It's really really good. And they did the worst thing about the first game again in this game and it ruled. <laughs> like <laughs> like that's really exciting. I'm going to need you to expound. Uh, a character shows up. Yes, they did. And it felt earned this time. <laughs> it felt time. earned. It I'll felt see, good. I remember like when, when I realized it was happening, I was like, oh, you must be fucking kidding me. And then a few minutes later, then, I'm like, like the actually. the door opened and you were like there for it, right? And I was in the same boat. I was like, actually, you know what? Like you did it. Like you earned this. Props to you. Yeah, I didn't you did like it job. the first time, but let's, let's recognize that the first time happened and build on it. Yeah. And like move forward from, yeah. We got to we got to do that. We do, we got to do that mini disc on this game at some mm. point. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I love being a Jedi in this game. Yeah, I I don't think I'm gonna go back to it. I don't think. Um, I would like. It's uninstalled on my on my system sooner than I would have liked, though. Mostly just because it's like 150 gigabytes. Yeah, like would have left it installed a bit longer otherwise. I I think I think the the stuff that's left for me is 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 shaky and not as fun as the story i guess to the point that i'm like actually like i don't need ah. it yeah like it like whereas i have done so much side stuff and would happily do more of it <laughs> well like it's more like you know like i would i would I, I want to do more fights that are really enjoyable to do but a lot of the fights that are left me to do are really not enjoyable at all because realistically they're the fights are too difficult for the actual game to function um the the double ogdo bogdo fight 
um, <laughs> is a thing that I would be able to manage in a version of this game that allows for two Ogdo-Bogdos to fight at once. But they did you have frame rate stutters with the the double Ogdo fight? No, no, no. I mean, as in in terms of like that fight is bugged in a way that like you can just die. Right. Like yes. there, like there, there are many double hits from Ogdo that can turn into quadruple hits, and there is not enough health in the game for you to avoid it. To the point that I didn't. Actually... Don't even get me started on Bogdo. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, apparently there's a, a double Rancor fight in like one of those meditation chambers as well that's apparently very similar. Sorry, that's actually what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Because, because I did the I did the Ogdo fight and it was it was a pain, but I did it. Yeah, no, no, sorry. I'm I'm talking about the double Rancor. Um Yeah, I've heard that's an absolute I, I, nightmare. Yeah, like it, it is like each of them have a have an impossible to dodge um insta kill move. Um, that you can be really, really far away from, and it'll teleport you to the hand, which just causes you you get to get, get it's it's like really not fun. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair enough. There's plenty of other stuff though. Cool, like hidden cool areas that like have their own kind of story as you explore them. Yeah, they're I, just like side areas. I enjoyed that like, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, everyone, that's our that's our check in. What a what a completely stacked year. Um. What's the one game you're looking forward to this year? I'm so past ready for Final Fantasy 16. Are you more excited? Stick it in me. Are Put you... it in my veins. You have the ability right now, Kerry Palmer. To... Call me Clive. You... No, you have the ability right now, Kerry Palmer, to have one disc in your hand with a video game on it. Do you choose Final Fantasy 16 or do you choose Final Fantasy 7 2? Oh, 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 man. Um, oh, hang on. I know hang they got pushed to next year, but I'm still asking. It did get pushed to next year, but I'll, I'll, I'll stay with you for a minute if I can. Um, um, <laughs> uh, it would have to be Seven Rebirth. It would have to be. Right. It would have to be. Like, uh, I, I like what I've played of 16 so far. And I'm excited for to, to see the um, the depth of that game as a, as they give it to you more as you play more of it. Um, but like, I'm so excited for Seven Rebirth. Fair I'm enough. so excited. Like I, we were talking about it last week, how I couldn't stop grinning watching that trailer. Yeah, yeah. Like I, th- what I did this week was I reinstalled Final Seven Remake, Final Seven, awesome. Final Fantasy Seven Remake. Yeah. I finally beat Weiss, which is the the one optional boss for the main game that they added with the DLC, who's just such a bastard. Like, he doesn't take any health damage. You have to stagger him, and then he, do- he doesn't stay staggered for that long, so it's all about doing, like, burst down. It's, a whole- it's like a Final Fantasy puzzle, you know? Yeah. In a way that they always are, but, like... Yeah. Anyway, so I finally did that. Uh, and played a couple of chapters again, which was which is really fun. What else? What, uh, there was something else I did, and then I started watching cutscenes from Final uh, from Crisis Core, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Reunion, to like remember a bit more of the like backstory from that game when it came out like six months ago. Um, yeah, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. That said, Final Fantasy sixteen is three days away, and we'll talk and more about it now. <laughs> talk more about it in the second half of the show. 
my most anticipated game for this year, Kerry, not at all what you're expecting. Okay. It's actually Star- Persona 5 Tactica. No, no. Um, it's actually Star Wars Outlaws. That's not this year. Oh, is it not? I thought it was really late this year. No, it, it got a window for 24. Oh, okay. All right. In that case, Avatar not... is really late this year. That's right. I, I, yeah, I watched both trailers back to back and I, in my mind. I and think they're they, both made they, by Massive. They, yeah, that's that's actually exactly why. Because I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And they both got announced this. Well, yeah. they both finally got shown off properly this yeah. year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Outlaws is a strong contender though. It does look good. It looks, look, looks really good. Um, in that case, my weirdly most anticipated game for this year... Like, 16's up there, but, like, I kind of want to play, like, a lot of Lies of P. Like, you kind of want to a lot like, of... <laughs> like, I really want to, like, I really want to play a lot of that game. Did you finish the demo? Uh, no, I didn't finish it yet. Mm. Mm. But I'm also yeah. kind of waiting. Like, I'm happy to wait just to do, like... Yeah, I'm not looking forward to replaying that. Right section again. <laughs> yeah, like, and that was kind of the thing. It's like, I, I, anyway, we'll get to it. We'll get there. Yeah. All right, everyone. We've uh, we've gone over long on this first segment. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit about Diablo 4 and a whole lot about Final Fantasy 16's demo. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Minimap Cast. We've been talking about nothing over the break. Oh no, we were comparing Xbox controllers because yeah. Jeremy got the uh, the Starfield limited edition controller, which looks excellent. Head to the minimap TikTok for an unboxing. I was just about to do that, but you did it. Now I don't have to. Is that what brand synergy is? I I don't know. I don't think it <laughs> we'll is. We'll figure it out. Why don't we say it is? And then we'll sound smart. I don't think that's brand synergy. I think it's just plugging. Like a cable. Like, like a plug. Like a <laughs> Gloria las Blagas. <laughs> yeah, <God>. Jesus. <laughs> where, do you want, where do you want to start? Oh, man. What are we doing here? We're talking about the games we played this yeah. week. I'm talking about Diablo 4, but honestly, it's not that much. Um, I beat the story of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm fascinated with this Diablo story. Everyone keep in mind, I haven't played any other Diablo game ever. So I don't know what it's like compared to the others. Um, but playing this and it's all about, you know, oh, you know, welcome to hell and all of that campaign stuff. You see Lilith, the the mother of sanctuary, the daughter of hatred, the big demon lady. Um, you know, that's that's all of their marketing campaign. And I thought this was going to be a game of like epic scale, you know, but the, the story is actually very grounded and focused it's all about this group of like five or six individuals and like their past and how other people know each other and knew each other compared to these people and how they come together to try and stop lilith together which i found quite fascinating um because it wasn't that grand scale i mean it kind of got there in the end like the end is sort of a march on the gates of hell and uh, jeremy what what have you done Nothing. I, I accidentally minimized your camera for a sec, so you froze. But then you said the oh. word grand scale, and my mind immediately went to the 
Italian furniture um, store in in Melbourne who says Grand Sale, Grand Sale um, every time he does his ads, being one Franco Cozzo. Oh, and, Franco Cozzo! Yeah, yeah, just him talking about Diablo, and it's Grand Scale, Grand Scale, just kind of like. <laughs> hey, hey, there's one for you, Melbourne. <laughs> Man, that's funny. That's Sorry. so funny. I'm just having a time here over on the ones and twos. Sorry, please continue wow. talking. <laughs> All right. So uh, there's this um, big scale uh, battle towards the end of the game um, where you're sort of marching on the gates of hell and you, like it kind of gets as, as big as it gets eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it, it at the end of the day, it's really quite a compact tight more intimate kind of story it's more about you getting to know the characters that you're rolling with and i and i appreciated that at the end of the day um like there's this uh this character you meet in the start if you've played the beta um lorath who he's just kind of this like hermit in a hut who you like bump into and he's like oh yeah no you're in trouble all right let's he's been living on his own for a while he's like all right let's go to the main city you go talk to the church i'm gonna go find out other stuff you saw in your vision blah 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 but you're he's he's in he's he's in the he's in the game a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. He, he's in the game a lot, a lot. Excellent voice. I gotta I gotta look up the guy's uh, voice actor name. Um, Lorath voice actor. He was in Game of Thrones, but as like one of the uh, Ralph Ineson or Innocent. Um, right. ab- he's a he's got an absolutely terrific voice. It is like very standout like i think people hire him for his voice and then he does his voice like it's quite quite singular cool. it's it's not like a nolan north troy baker situation where they can be like kind of varied or they can be kind of like run of the like he's got a, quite a singular voice mm. and i love it and i want to hear more of it and i'm happy every time i hear it um but yeah i got to the end of the game and it was it was cool i'm glad i played it it didn't blow the doors off for me it didn't like knock my socks off um but yeah i'm glad i did it i gonna, had this interesting are, sorry are you gonna keep playing for fun or you sort of put for a bar fun, on it? yes maybe so, so something to keep in mind i am playing for work when i played in pre-release i was playing as a sorcerer and uh since release i'm playing as a barbarian so i can make a barbarian build guide uh for for the site i'm working for and I don't like playing as the Barbarian as much as I like playing as the Sorcerer, which I was reminded of when I saw our site Sorcerer Guide today to figure out how to start tabulating my own now that I finally got to the point where I can make a build guide. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at this, like, good build of a Sorcerer, and I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that. <laughs> and, like, it's fine. It's not a, it's not a big problem. Mm. And I am... I am finding my own fun with a barbarian, but what my my uh, my time with it today was all about finding fun, finding a way to make a build for the barbarian that was fun, and that I'm also trying to make something that isn't just the there's a whirlwind ability that the barbarian has where they just spin around in a circle, and like and there are apparently some bonus like legendary aspects you can get for that that make it completely overpowered, right? And it and in a kind of almost like nefarious amount of overpoweredness. So I'm kind of, I'm trying to steer away from that because that'll probably get like re-nerfed. It's already been nerfed once. So like, I'm trying to steer away from that. And I've spent so much today just like trying, like spending like 10 minutes 
rearranging all of my skill points, spending all my money, trying to figure out, oh, if I do a bleed build and then I want this and oh, I'll need a bit of defensive, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And rolling into a dungeon and getting absolutely steamrolled and just putting my head in my hands. Like, how do I make you fun? Yeah. <laughs> because like I, that, the way I got through, I had this, I had this build that seemed decent to go through with the campaign. I had this like leaping strike attack and this like put your put your hammer in the ground and swipe it along the floor and it makes this like shockwave attack and that was awesome and this like ground stomp and and this like death blow attack and this ultimate and it all worked and i liked it and it got me through the whole campaign and then i got to the like level 50 like you have to complete this dungeon at level 50 to unlock the next difficulty dungeon Mm -hmm. and i was like hard limited at the final boss, just completely stuck on it. So I had to rethink my build because it just wasn't survivable enough for the, like, they call it the capstone dungeon. And so, yeah, from that moment on, it's been very much like a, how do I, how do I make this work? Mm-hmm. It's such a puzzle. And I know there's an answer in there. I know I can, I can find something, but it's like, I've I've got to go digging for it. I've got to go mining for this this golden path yeah. for this class, and and I I think I got most of the way there today. But like there was a good couple of hours of like, <laughs> like do I need to give up? Like, <laughs> does this need to be over? <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's just been my time with it recently. If I so and the reason I mentioned the sorcerer, if I do go back to play it for fun, I will be starting a new character. As a sorcerer, I want to play high-level sorcerer gameplay. Right. Um, and that and it's easier to to start a new character once you've beat the story. Apparently, you can just completely bypass it and like speed level after that. Correct. Cool. Um, cool. So yeah, with if if I couldn't do that and I had to do the whole story again, I probably wouldn't. Right. Fair it's enough. it yeah it's it's not in my top five. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh. When did the Final Fantasy 16 demo come out? It was last, It was just last week, wasn't it? It was after. It was like 24 hours after that Final Fantasy 16 event. Right, which was like the day after Xbox? Uh, it was the day of Xbox because I watched it and that was the event that I fell asleep in. Right, okay. Yeah, so it's been out for most of a week now. Yeah. Uh, we've both played it. Yeah, both finished it. Yeah. It's um how how much of a how much how much spoiler town do we want to go into for here? Because for for those who don't know, this is just like the start of the game. It's, it's like the prologue. Yeah, uh, um, we should just. And talk there about are that. some story revelations in it. If you watch the first trailer, I kind of pieced together what would happen. Like I remember watching it and being like, I rather I remember playing the demo and being like, wow, that was a really like effective, like intense, like kind of bunch of story they put there. And man, was that all in the first trailer? <laughs> yeah, if it's in the demo, if it's in the trailer, it's not a spoiler. Yeah, I mean, for people who haven't seen it, it would be. I guess for yeah, for those who really care and uh, who are completely shy of it, like here's your warning. Yeah, just go just go play the demo or watch it. Like it's it's yeah, it's it's like it's it's not a, we're not putting uh, episodes on a t- on a on a TV show. Uh, we're not putting episodes of spoilers of a TV show episode on the timeline. It's like it's been a week and it's three and hours. Also, like it's the start of the game. Like it's not a spoiler it, for something that happens later. Like no, it's just yeah. from the very beginning of the game for two hours and then like yeah. there's there's no so spoilers that, in the demo. Um, no, it's Some, something it's to good. point out is that the the story progress 
that you make in the demo gets saved. So when you start the game, you'll you'll pick up from where you left off in the demo, which is excellent. Yeah, which, um, which is good because I remember I was thinking a little bit as I was playing this, like, I'm glad I don't have to do this part again. Um, yeah. Think, thinking about the Final Fantasy VII remake demo, like, I was happy to do that section again because I think it's a really fucking strong section because the beginning mm. of that game is, like, just, just action top-tier, like, wonderful stuff. Um, it's also shorter. It is shorter, and it's it, there's like a definite start and end. Whereas in this, it's sort of like I actually didn't know when it was going to stop. Um, th- yeah, this was like this felt very like here's the beginning of a Final Fantasy game. <laughs> we've we've ripped like the first two levels out and just p- and released them as a single image that you can download and play. Um, <laughs> you know, like warts and all. Uh, yeah. in a way that's like kind of weird and a little bit awkward as a demo, um, yeah. but still good. Yeah, yeah, it, it it is good, and it, it's it's a different style for Final Fantasy. Like, let's let's say the thing now. Mm. This introduction is just Game of Thrones. Like, yeah, so clearly Game of Thrones, and I didn't mind that necessarily. Yeah, um, that's not an that's not a criticism in and of itself um and it, and it made me think about okay so it's been 12-ish years since the first season of the show uh so it's been a while and actually it's been more than it's been actually so long since we've had a a fantasy set final fantasy game that like it's kind of their first opportunity to do something like this in this setting with that kind of story with all of the like the kingdoms and the 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 swords and the magic and the crystals like like kind of you know this is this isn't road trip the game this isn't no uh, in final fantasy 14 it's a bit more fantastic well i was going to say like i think you are you are excluding 14 from that conversation because 14 is very much that like there are airships and stuff but like Oh, I mean, there's always airships. But yeah, like they, it's always grounded in the setting. Yeah, yeah. Like fourteen is is much more traditional to the the fantasy roots of Final Fantasy as opposed to like twelve, seven, thirteen being like a bit more technologically advanced fantasy. Yeah, S- science fiction ten fantasy. as well. Yeah. All right. Yeah, there you go. And and the thing, but the thing with fourteen is it's far less cinematic than something like 16 like the the thing about this this intro that you see is there's so many cutscenes, like so many yeah and like i was there for it like i was eating it all up i was in it but like you don't you don't get that in 14 no like there are cutscenes, but yeah like it it's it's an mmo game like you've got like yeah. you've got dozens of of grinding quests in between in between cutscenes. um and mm. when, when they're there they're good um and you've got like cutscenes in dungeons and stuff it's it's a very different style of game um 16 is interesting i think a lot of it is really good and i'm actually kind of worried about part of it um i think the combat huh what (laughs) like like the combat is really good Mm -hmm. and i don't mind the world that much like some people are are kind of getting put off by like the grimdark like aspect of this of this world i don't i don't mind it like i i just kind of i i enjoy that space um yeah and like i i appreciate they're like they've they've chosen that path and they're walking it you know what i mean like it's it's fine um 
I also but, like like reading books like that. Like I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, I, I'm yeah, yeah. I, like, am, I, 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 enjoy, I enjoy I enjoy that area of of, of fantasy as well. Um, but I I don't know about some of these characters yet, and it's it's early, but I don't know about some of these characters yet. Um, I don't know about some of these decisions in this story yet. And I don't love some of the gender stuff in this game. Um, that is like kind of uh, like, look, I, I kind of just, I, I'm worried that I, that I don't trust this game to, for that mm. not to be an issue all the way through. Oh, and I think that's totally fair. I mean, there's, there's been that publicity about how they were like, oh, we're doing this as a historically accurate game so that we haven't put, like, black yeah. people in it. It's like, what bad, the fuck are you talking about? Bad comments on bad decisions there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. And, like, if that's how they feel about race, you're right. What is, what is them, what do they do when it comes to gender? We don't know yet, I, and it is not promising. And there was just an NPC in Final Fantasy 16, the demo, called, like, the Slave Master who was just watching his slave do work. And mm. I was like, hmm. And Clive, our, our, our main protagonist, walked up to him and was like, like, what are you doing or whatever? And he told Clive what he was doing, which was, I'm getting my slave to fill the well with his magic so I don't have to use mine or whatever. And I was like, and Clive was like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. <laughs> If you say yeah, so. Yeah, it's a bit intense, isn't it? Yeah, but but I'm not saying like, you know, like you can have themes like that in your games, in your media, yep. in your stories. And it's early part of a game, so may, hopefully they wrap it around. But it doesn't fill me with confidence that some of these themes are going to be handled with the correct amount of touch and care. Um, that has made me go like... Ooh. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I had my my reservations about Final Fantasy VII remake when it came out. Like, there are a lot of sexist tropes that are a part of that game, and whether it's because they were part of the original or because they decided to double down on it in the modern day, like that is the case. And it's kind of we're we're working with similar similar creatives. I'm I'm sure they there are some you know teams that are shared but it's also like that the creative vision for all the final fantasy games is is directed by the same people at the end of the day at the top like this is what square enix wants and this is the, the style of game that they're happy with and yeah it does it is concerning when it comes to this stuff and like i think at least in seven there was a lot of like there was a lot of power behind some of that stuff it like i never felt like you know the the ridiculous outfit that tifa wears she was not a ridiculous character at the very least. And some of the changes they made for seven with, you know, the, the, the cross-dressing sections and stuff um, in the remake was fucking <laughs> a million times better than what it was in the, in the original game. Yeah, and so like point. they have, they have uh, not goodwill, but they have the ability to look at that stuff and know how to handle that way, know how to handle stuff like that. That is not like immediately trapping um, mm. uh, in terms of like genre trappings, 
but this, I don't know. It, like there was, there wasn't a whole lot of like, um, in universe criticizing of bad things immediately yet. And like, again, yeah. you don't, you don't need that to point out it's bad. Mm-hmm. But there was, yeah. but there was, but it, it is, it is, you can't make your good guy good while these bad things are happening. You can make him a bad guy and that's a, that's a route you can take. But, but like he's complicit. Yeah. Sort of. you, you have to understand that he would be complicit in these, in these things. Born into wealth and yeah. benefiting from their, what are they? They're, they're branded, right? The people with the tattoos. Yeah. Um, um, like I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see where the story goes with a lot of that stuff. Um, because that, like, there seems to be at least some sort of twist of rejection of of heritage or rejection of um lineage in in mm-hmm. some of that understanding. You know that Clive is branded now, but wasn't a you know all that sort of stuff. Um, but like, I, I am curious to see how well they handle, like you know like the the, the the thing that i always go back to which is again it's always star wars um the, the jedi refusing to engage with stopping slavery at any point in the entirety yeah, right. of episodes one two and three you yeah. know like the like i can't like i'm sorry anakin but your mother can't come with us i can't free these slaves and anakin for the entirety <laughs> of the second movie being like i want to free the slaves and the jedi like mm-mm, mm-mm, we're not doing that right now <laughs> no 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 I'm like what are you talking about like these are not the good guys. These are just the powerful guys. Um, yep. Or like the other droids wanting to stay. Yeah, uh, like, there's like a... ser- like in servitude for the rest of their lives on Jack Black's planet. Yeah, in that in that <laughs> exactly like same same sort of thing, right? Um, I look, I I I'm curious to see how they handle it, but it doesn't immediately fill me with confidence that they're going to handle some of these things well, and that yeah. makes me worried. Yeah, I, I think that's reasonable. Yeah, I um something I've felt with the with this opening like sort of prologue section, like it feels fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it it moves at a clip, and I was I was torn between it was good pacing that I never felt dragged down at any point. At the same time, I wanted to know more. I kind of wish we'd got like. Like maybe the cutscenes are just a bit more discussion, or like they fleshed a couple of things out a bit more, or it was there were maybe discussion. a couple of of different character interactions that didn't have the chance to happen. Like maybe oh, this character could talk to this character about this thing in this section, maybe. But yeah. like it, it kind of moves a bit too fast for any of that. Like so, we just kind of get a good amount of what we need, and and then we have to move on. Um, and it was a weird pull because I didn't I didn't know how else to do it in my head. Like it was like, oh, I want more, but then I might have gotten bored. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's interesting because it like there's a lot of there's a lot of characters that get introduced to you very quickly and and that, like nouns, yeah, like and, Rosalith and, and flame shields and, and 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 that was the thing that 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 also surprised me that it, it wasn't just it and like like there was a lot of scenes with a lot of characters talking about a lot of things that weren't character driven scenes but were like world faction um uh, driven scenes. They were about armies and histories and battles and um it, it it reminded me of like the Silmarillion a little bit where I'm like sort of yeah. getting inundated with information um yeah. unlike Lord of the Rings which is about like you know the people and how they care about the thing that's going on right now um I do hope that we get 
character moments that allow that stuff to breathe. Um, but like at the beginning, like I, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that happen in that demo that I I don't actually know. I I didn't understand what was going on. Like it because, just kind of washes over you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did um, did at any point did you hold the uh, the touchpad? No. So I mean, something... no, like I, I did it once to, and then I I saw the fucking PlayStation Vita bubbles menu, and then and then I closed that. Do one. you remember what that menu is called, Jeremy? Because it made me guffaw. Uh, uh, no, I don't. Do you? It's called Active Time Law. That's it. <laughs> you ever you ever you ever hear a phrase that just makes you immediately go to sleep? It's so funny. Active it time means law. nothing like what active time battle means. No, no. <laughs> it's so silly. It's the storytelling equivalent for the ATV. Like, why did they call it that? I don't know. But the thing with... Turn-based uh, turn storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> the thing with the active time law was that it was really good for being like, who's this character? Like... Sure. Because it wasn't even like who's this character again? Because like it, we didn't, it didn't really get that far. But it was like, oh, who's this character? Oh, so this is the Lord Commander. So like, yeah, he's training Clive, but he's also like got to protect the king. Okay, okay. Like I, I think, and it, it dynamically telling you like, giving you the options to look at like the people and the places that are relevant just in that moment in that scene, um, is actually really good. I want to see that in more games, um, especially if they're going to be this convoluted. I'm glad. I'm glad to see it here. It seems like a very useful thing. Um, but yeah, I'd love to ask you how you felt about the the combat. Not that, honestly, going through the, the demo, I don't really feel like there's that much of it. But how, no. how did you feel about it? Like it, it was it was good. It was it was Final Fantasy VII adjacent. Um, it's yeah. not it's not like it's not a a they're they're not rediscovering how to do Final Fantasy um, real time. Um, character action combat anymore like they've got this this is what it's probably just going to be for a good long while yeah um, it took them long enough yeah it's it's an evolution of 15 and then and then seven with with a sprinkling of kingdom hearts in there um there's a there's no uh no mana bar is interesting um yeah it's just uh like ability recharge yeah is it the yeah. first time there's not been a mana bar in Final Fantasy? <laughs> um, huh. uh, yeah, you had it in 15. It's there in 7 Remake. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you've got it in 13. Um, I think. Yeah, like, it, it, it's it's fine. I'm, I'm looking forward to, like, uh, when I finish the demo, they give you the option to go back through it again with one of the different, like, Titan equip or whatever. Um, one of the no, different... The icon abilities. Yeah, um, which, yeah. Which I didn't, I didn't do. Um... But like you know, because I'm assuming it's just fire, rock, and wind, or water, or whichever other one it is. Um, I, I like look a lot of these games. I think can sort of be made or braid by made or braid, made or broken by their um, their systems, um, mm-hmm. and and then personalizing the combat to to suit your style. Um, or at least like having a bit more influence over the abilities and the and where your stats go, um, yeah. I think will will be a, a larger factor than just like it it feels okay. Um, yeah. I didn't love. It's funny because you look at the like the ability menu, the like ability wheel, and like it takes a lot of points to like do mm. anything on that wheel. Yeah, you know? like 
it makes me wonder whether it's the kind of thing where it's like you can only unlock half of the things on this on on in this by the end of the game. Well, like th- there's a, there's a there's a, like a, a setting that you can turn on called Final Fantasy mode, or maybe it's a difficulty. I don't remember. There was yeah, there's like a, a story mode and an action mode or something. Yeah, but no, but th- there's a third one which they announced recently called Final Fantasy mode, which is the ability to for you to get to level 100 and for you to craft the ultimate weapon. Um, those are the two explicit things that they said about this game, which I was like, so I'm not going to get everything when I play it unless I play it on this mode or... That just uh, sounds like hard mode. It, it was very, it was a very odd thing to announce. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I wonder how much influence I'm going to have over my companions. Am I going to have a party or is it just going to be me with characters rotating in and out? Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, it's, it's, it's weird. I don't love the actual moving around the world. Um, it was kind yeah, of like, there's not that much to do no. right? like when you're not fighting. And look, I've, it's, 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 it's not unlike Final Fantasy seven in that regard where there's like, you're not actually really doing anything unless you're fighting. Yeah. But I think that the, the moments in between battles were smaller or at least had other things going on that it didn't matter. There was yeah, and more like party dynamic stuff, right? Yeah, like tons Tifa of dialogue. and Aerith getting to know each other, and like a cutscene of like a path falling down, but they catch each other. And yeah, yeah, like like lots and lots and lots of dialogue between characters and and world building and character building and all that stuff. Where there was like, like and you know, uh, the rapport between Clive and generic soldier. A and B um, is, yeah. is not the most important thing in the world, but like bro I th- one and bro two. I think I actually needed something else in those moments, um, which just like wasn't maybe there. he went with the Lord Commander or something. Or but like just bring him, yeah, like bring him along so that I've got someone who knows Clive to talk to him. Yeah, and don't call him Clive. What are we? <laughs> what are we doing? We've had what's wrong with Clive and Jill and Joshua? What's the matter with that? Who's the main character in Final Fantasy X? Uh, Titus. Yeah. Who's the main character in Final Fantasy XII? Uh, no one, but um, Vaughn. Right. And then we've got Cloud. We've got Lightning. We've got Squall. Noctis. Noctis. Clive. <laughs> <laughs> Clive. It is weird, isn't it? That's just a man's I- name. <laughs> It is just a man's name, but to be fair, he's a man. So, no, he's <laughs> not a man. Cloud's a man. <laughs> now that's a man. <laughs> Cloud's such a baby man. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> he's such a... That buff twink. He's such a, he's such a deer in the headlights. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I, I think it's... It's good... It's not a demo that I think is actually going to knock people's socks off. I've been seeing a lot of like YouTube comments and just people talking. People love it. Okay. Uh, it's not, it's not going to be a demo that I think is going to sell the game to people that weren't already going to buy it. Right. Um, like 7 Remake did for me. Yeah. Mm. Which is interesting. Because if like, th- like, yeah, I, I, I'm not worried for Square Enix, but <laughs> Square Enix is worried apparently. They, look, they don't know what they, Square Enix know always what worried. Until it's gone. Yeah, they're worried about the fucking sky falling on their heads. But like the, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I hope it works out. 
the god battles are fun. I like I like doing big god battles. That's that's yeah. that's cool. They go hard on those. Yeah, th- those. Like, that's the kind of like fantasy that I want. Give me, like, make, show me something that makes human life feel insignificant in yeah, in scale. And like the like in the battle that they have at the start with between Titan and Shiva, and it's just like they're there to fight the battle for those armies, but they're just. They're ruining those armies, like their yeah. troops, the other troops. Like it just doesn't matter. Like they are, they are collateral. Mm. Like they will wreck everything in their path. It's 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 wild. Um, same with the phoenix and um, the fire icon fight. Um, what, what, what's it called? Um, Ifrit? it's clearly Ifrit. It's Ifrit, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, um, with a lot of swearing. Yeah, but they like go through the ground and they enter these like catacombs yeah. that are like only the size of mm-hmm. it is like a whole underground city there that they demolish. Yeah. It's yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. cool. Uh and the music honestly is excellent. It's it's really good. Yeah. It doesn't do the same level of like moving like like Final Fantasy VII Remake's soundtrack is so wonderfully dynamic where like the scorpion boss tank fight, for example, in the first chapter, like that boss has like four or five phases and the music has like four or five phases. Yeah. Um, it, sometimes it felt like the, the music didn't always ramp up with what was going on in the demo. No, there was like a song playing. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you were in this scene and this file played. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's fine because the music's really good. Yeah, it's great. But it doesn't have that that secret special source that Seven Remake does with how um, dynamic and connected it is. Mm. Yeah, they they swear a lot in this one. <laughs> they do. There's so many. Like when the fuck like, fuck uh, fuck 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 Bene- fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like when Benedicta walks out of that like uh, that room and just yells out like "You cock" or something. It's like what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Because, like, they say shit a lot in in 7. Yeah. But, like, and I think they say shit. I think there's a, I think there's a couple of F-bombs in 7 Remake. I don't remember them. But, like, the, the they, they say shit in... I'm on the job. Hang on. Okay. They, they, they say shit in, in 7 and they say it in, in 15. But, like, there's a part where someone is, like, running... Oh, did you search Final Fantasy 7 fuck? I did. <laughs> oh, Carrie, you don't, don't look that up. <laughs> That was that was alarming. <laughs> no one zoom in on Kerry's glasses reflection as as he did that. We'll get we'll get kicked off. It was off just to Google. It. it was just Google. I didn't see anything. <laughs> just words. Just very alarming words. Kerry <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> looked at porn. Um, uh, yeah, the um. There's a moment where one of the characters, I don't remember who it is, is like running through as like this fucking gigantic god is destroying the ground below him. And as he's running, he's just like saying, fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, yeah, it does happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the, um, yep. I just, you just don't often get swearing like that in games. Like you do in like GTA and like, you know. And that's almost to the point where, like, you get completely desensitized to it by then. Like, yeah. I kind of don't like how much swearing there is in that game. Yeah. And, like, in Last of Us, it's, it's always fucking or, like, fuck. It's, al- it's always one, right? It's, 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 a, it's a TV show swear mm. as opposed to, like, 
someone is about to die. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they're terrified. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when it's reserved for those moments, which I think is how it gets treated for 7 Remake for the most part. Um, apparently there there is a couple of F-bombs, at least. In 7. Uh, this is a Reddit post, disappointed by all the cursing in FF7 Remake. <laughs> Oh because God. someone wants to play it with their eight-year-old kid, right? I was like, okay, I like, sure. That's tricky. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, then people are them misconstruing. I, I think that there may be one or two in there, but yeah, there's other like shits and stuff. But I remember, I remember when it came out. I remember I said at the time on this podcast, I was like, for seven, I was like, man, they're swearing and it's cool. <laughs> uh, according, according to. Uh, according to this game facts, um, that I've that I've got up here from three okay, years yeah. ago, there there is no f bombs in Final Fantasy VII. Oh, pardon me. Okay, but there's definitely it's crap just, and shit. Yeah, shit ass and bitch is the thing that they say apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Streamers reacting to how Aerith says a swear. Oh, here we go. Have you have you ever seen this? Is just we're just off topic now because we're sort of done talking. Um, the have you ever been on IMDb's parents guide? Parents guide. Parents no, guide. but so, I you you saying that I already know what it is. Yeah, it's 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 a guide to every every piece of anything in a, in a film that could be considered like a thing that a parent might want to know before their child watches it. Right. So there's honestly. It's valuable. It, it, it's fine, but also it's community run, which means it's like ridiculous at some points, right? Yes. Um, so there's different subheadings for like alcohol, drugs, and smoking, different one for profanity, one for violence and gore, sex and nudity, blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, someone here has just listed every swear word in Final Fantasy VII Remake. And <laughs> like, I'm just going to go through the list, which is damn hell, damn it, jackass, ass, dumbass, fart, shit, piss, crap, Jesus, goddamn, and goddamn it. <laughs> Fart, they wrote. Fart, fart. Uh, Sam, Sam. Uh, when Sam went to their uh, nan's place, they had to make sure they didn't say fart. Or uh, I think, I think bum was off the cards. I think that was too much. <laughs> There's so many. This is the kind of thing that you see on on these parents' guides. One of Vincent's limit breaks monsters form is called Hellmasker, which is considered a curse according to the person who wrote this because of the word hell. Oh, hell. Yeah. And this is the kind of people that are writing the parents' guide for That's IMDb. the thing, yeah. yeah. Like I yeah, I've I've seen some of those before and like they're good for figuring out like like trigger warnings for people as well. Like, sure. it, like you can go there for that kind of thing. But yeah, then you see things like that. It's like, all oh, right. All right, next. <laughs> yeah, frightening and intense. Um, frightening and intense scenes. Uh, the music soundtrack by Nobu Oematsu is known for the scary music themes. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just known for the music themes. <laughs> it's all of it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Won't somebody save our kids from Nobu Oematsu? I know. <laughs> what the fuck? When the man in Rocket Town tries to tell a funny joke to Sid, Sid gets angry and kicks him back in violence and gore. <laughs> you get that far and you, you didn't see, like, Barrett's Gatling gun arm or Cloud's Buster Sword? <laughs> you seen, you seen Bahamut's, like, summon 
FMV, like <laughs> <laughs> that dragon launches nukes out of its mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, funny. Uh, yeah, I, I think if I had any one final thing to say on this, uh, I wish the cutscenes ran at more than 30 frames per second, but also, uh, it seems to perform really well at 60 in performance mode. And I think the visuals are great. I love the particle effects on all of the like fire and ice and ground and all of that. Yeah. Um, uh, I think, yeah, I think it's a really gorgeous game. Uh, and I, I actually really like Clive's like grown up design. Uh, I like his I like his suit of armor mm, and mm-hmm. and and his sword and how it straps into his back. I think he I think it's one of the cooler. It's it's like cool in a way with it. I mean, they're all designed in like a like a main Final Fantasy protagonist design kind of way. But this one looks a bit less like that, you know, where it's like no one else looks like Cloud and no one else looks like Barrett and no one else looks like Tifa. Like, like this just feels a bit more grounded, but also cool. Like grounded yeah. within the world. Yeah. But you yes. don't see anyone else look like that, but I could imagine seeing someone else look like that. I, I, I need more of a cast. I, I need to see who else is in this game. Mm. I, I wish they gave me some of that. Mm-hmm. we'll see how we go we'll see very soon very soon so soon we'll be talking about it next week because i will be playing it this weekend yeah you cannot stop me okay jeremy i wasn't planning on it don't don't try and stop me jeremy because our friendship may not survive because you can't <laughs> stop me jeremy okay <laughs> all right that's yes. enough of that weird bit uh-huh. um let's end the show thank you so much for listening to the minimap cast everybody uh Oh, shoot. Uh, what's the... Ne- what's the? I think our next episode we have decided... Oh, I just remembered before yeah. I even looked at it. It's our... That's right, everyone. It is time for our subscription service SmackDown sequel. That's if Nintendo don't drop a direct in between now and next week. <laughs> if Nintendo don't drop a direct between now and next week. Uh, so our... We've been doing this the last few weeks, but yeah, our like scheduled topic is yeah as a, a check in on all of the subscription services to see how they're all faring. Um, I might try and yeah, I, I did a bit this week, but I'll try and check in with uh, the N sixty four and Game Boy Advance offerings to you know tee those up because they didn't have those when we did this last time. Mm. Um, and yeah, we'll also look at how Sony's service is shaped up now that it's a year old, how Game Pass is now that it's still so clearly the veteran and look at all their new things. So compare them all together and see how they feel. Um, I'm very much looking forward to that. Our first subscription service SmackDown last year was a really great discussion. So uh, yeah, looking forward to see how uh, we feel about all of those things next week. Um, if you want to make sure you don't miss an episode... Uh, like we said at the top of the show, you can follow us on all of the social medias at MinimapAU. Uh, you can follow us individually as well. Uh, Jeremy, where can they follow you on Twitter? Uh, at ob one You can follow me on Twitter at KJPalmer underscore 24. And you can find everything else Minimap related uh, on minimap.com.au, uh, including Jeremy's Dredge review that we mentioned before, uh, other things in there. My Final Fantasy VII Remake review is up on that side as well. There's all kinds of stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's all on uh, minimap.com.au. For those of you that are live with us on Twitch, stick around. We're going to start the post show. For those of you listening later, uh, make sure to give us those oh-so-tasty five-star ratings. It helps out a lot. 
Uh, and it, consider joining us next week for the live show. It's a good time. Uh, lastly, if you wanted to and you were able to support us on Patreon uh, to help keep the mics and lights on, you can do that by heading on over to patreon.com slash minimapau. And for five Australian dollars, you'll get 24 hours of early access for all episodes of the Minimap cast, as well as some more benefits, all while helping us out greatly. Uh, yeah, that's it for us. Have a good week, everybody. Um, uh, Clive out? I don't know. Clive out. <laughs> Clive out. Because <laughs> I said call me Clive.